Hello, and welcome to your spiritual journey. Right now, your soul is speaking to you. I'm Jenny Israel, and I'm a medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. It is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose. In each episode, I will allow spirit to speak through me, and we will explore energy forecasting, teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness, increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life, and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you. Everybody, welcome to Soul Speak with Jenny Israel. This is your April energy forecast for the month. So I've already actually started pulling some cards and, you know, just kind of as far as the feeling that I was getting for this overall month, even before we were really in it, is definitely being validated um, through some of the cards that I've already started to pull. And so I, I paused and figured that, you know, instead of pulling all the cards before that we would do some of it together. Um, so my overall feeling about April has been that it would be a, a giant milestone in our year, a giant leap forward. Um, the true start of action and manifestation like things really coming into form for us based on all of the work that we've been doing. So, you know, we've talked about this in previous months where we just had spent so much time, especially in last year and the year before, really digging into our shadow work and really creating some very deep transformational changes in ourselves and in our lives. And as we started closing in on the end of 2021 and coming into 2022, it was becoming pretty obvious that we were going to be pushed into transformation one way or another, whether we had full visibility of our own stuff at that point or not, or maybe we had gained some visibility, but we were still in a place of non-action, right? We, we could see it but maybe we just were procrastinating doing the work or we were still in that place of denial or, you know, whatever that was, it was going to, we were going to be pushed forward. And the interesting part of it all is that whether we're kicking or screaming along the way, or whether we're proactively doing the work, all of the work that we have been immersed in, especially in the first part of the year, was all work that was placed in in our path in direct response to our prayers, our wishes, the things that we had asked for, the resolutions and intentions for the new year, right? So whatever it was coming into the end of 2021 that you were praying to release, to be delivered from, to look into 2022 saying, you know, these are the things that I want to achieve. These are the, my prayers for my incoming year. These are my resolutions, my intentions, whatever that looked like. We were thrust into that in order to, in a very short, accelerated timeline, move through whatever we needed to move through in order to be activated in April. 
Okay. So we jumped through a massive gateway, a massive dimensional shift. And we've moved into a place where I can't even use the word accelerated manifestation anymore because it doesn't even apply. It's instant. It's absolutely instant. And the difference in the vibration of love versus anything else, if it is not in direct correlation and vibration with love, it will not stand. You will either experience like instant destruction inside of the thought, the feeling, the, the event, whatever it is, meaning it, it stands up and then instantly falls apart, right? It's not anything that is sustainable. So you can't even hold on to your own ideas around the previous story of victimhood or whatever it is that we've been engaged with, where we are still somewhat being pulled back and forth inside of an old script that we argue with about, with our ego about, you know, why we aren't worthy, why we are small, why are, you know, all of those things, those dialogues can't even stand up against themselves anymore because you're, you observe it and you hear it happening. And so it's like the minute that that voice comes forward, you're like, that's not even true. Like, it's not even like, I can't, I don't even have the energy to fight with myself over this because I know how ridiculous it is. And I know how false it is, right? It's, we used to be able to humor ourselves inside of those old victim stories, the old martyrdom, the old, all the things that would hold us back, right? We could still really indulge ourselves in that. And at this point, it's just, it doesn't stand. It, it, the energy of it is not sustainable at all. So what's interesting about the, the first few cards that I pulled is that one of the cards that I actually pulled for last month came up again, which I found interesting just because we were moving into that the end of March, those last couple of weeks of March were, were really a kind of a bridge, right? There was, there was a gap there where we were kind of stitching things together in order to get ready to, to jump into April, but we were already in Aries, right? And so Aries is the season that bridges March into April. And then once we get to the end of this month, we'll move into Taurus. So this Aries energy, this Aries activation that carried us into this month what I do feel is all around this first card that I pulled, which is beyond the ordinary. Okay. So this card I do feel represents this dimensional shift that we've gone through where it is undoubtedly different. It's just different. We have more clarity. We have more connection. We have more groundedness in our personal truth. We are just in a very different realm than we have been. And I felt it. I mean, it was like a lightning bolt at the spring solstice. It was like, we just, it was an instant shift, like an instant portal into the new dimensional energy. And it is this energy of 2022 that we've been talking about since the end of last year, which is love and the highest version of love and unity, right? So in order to be able to experience that highest 
form of love. All pieces must merge together, right? And I had done a little, if you're, if you follow my Instagram page, I had done a little live where I talked about this download that I had received at the end of last month, where I was being shown the Kabbalah ladder, the tree of life. And how I was, I was being shown, I got this download where I was being shown that we had reached the highest octave of the dimensional ladder that we were on. Okay. So the way I was shown it is like little individual ladders. Okay. And it's like each ladder is you consider like an octave, right. On the, on a scale, musical scale, and that we had reached the highest rung of the ladder that we were currently on the old octave in the previous dimension. Okay. That we had gotten to that top rung of the ladder. And the only way to go was up. And in that Kabbalah tree of life, it looks like rungs of a ladder and there are two opposing sides to that ladder, just like the handles that you would hold on to as you're climbing. But once you get to the top, it merges into unification, into collective consciousness, into God, right? So we had reached a place where the only place that was left to go was here into a unified position. And that position would then pop us onto the next octave, which is the next dimensional ladder that we will continue to ascend and climb, right? The ascension, there's not like a finish line. It's not like, oh, it's done. We've arrived. It's, it doesn't work that way, right? It's it's a continual process. But we have jumped from this octave into this octave. And it's been extremely active and activated this month in April. We are solidly there and we are feeling it. So there's this really interesting feeling of graduating and being in this new vibration, but we're on the bottom rung of that ladder, right? So we're really, we're, we're beginners. You know, we, we really are an, the, the novice in the, in this new octave. So we're feeling a little like we're feeling good, but we're also feeling a, a little bit unsure, um, a, a little bit confused maybe, or, or disoriented, or, you know, I don't want to use the word lost because although we have this new environment that we're in and we're getting our sea legs with that, right. It's like, we're walking in this new place for the first time and just a little unsure of our surroundings, trying to get the ground under our feet, but we don't necessarily have that feeling of being lost anymore. It is truly this unified, I have come into being feeling. So there is a, a fullness and a wholeness and a peace in it at the same time that there's a lot of unknown and we're feeling unsure. But for the first time ever, we actually are feeling okay about that. We're feeling somewhat safe in the newness. We're feeling somewhat safe in the unknown. Okay. And it's because there is a higher positive vibration of love that takes, that moves the, the scale this way. Okay. So as, whereas before we were kind of still traveling up to love, right? So we were still kind of swimming in this stuff down here. Now we're here and we do have to climb again. So there is that contrast, but we're, 
we are so solidly in this new realm of unified love that that's what's carrying us now. And for the most part, we are learning this process of what it, we're not just saying the words anymore, you know, let go and let God, we're, we're actually in it. We, they're not just words we say anymore. We actually understand what that means. We understand the difference of what that feels like versus being in constant control and resistance. And what pushed us into getting to this place is all this work that we've been doing, much of it very challenging, right? Because there had to be some, we were in that bottleneck, right? So there had to be pressure that would shoot us up out of that and onto the next plane, into the next dimension, right? So the uh, one of the other cards that I pulled was let it go. And one of the interesting things about this is you know, we see the, the heart there in the middle. And what I really love about the energy of this card, not to mention is number 24. So it adds to six, the same as our 2022, um, that vibration of, of collective love and community and growth and, and all of that. The idea of being able to let go of the old octave I think we're in a much better position at this point to really, <clears throat> excuse me, be okay with that. Be okay with letting go. I apologize. I'm just getting over a, a little bug. So my scratchy throat is still here, but life goes on, right? Work goes on. So this idea of being able to let go what has burdened our heart for the longest time, kept the doors of our heart closed. Moving into this next octave, we were required to be broken open here. We were required to open our hearts to uh, the next level of expansion in order to be able to accommodate this, this new version of love and gratitude that we are experiencing inside of this new expanded relationship with God and with source and with the universe and with all of it, the, the, the connection to everything. And so we do understand now, uh, we have a deeper understanding of what it means to let go and let God. And I think there is just an organic sense of being able to let go of that previous story that we'd been telling ourselves forever. Like the, what I started talking about, how it's the old dialogues with self just cannot stand anymore. They cannot stand inside of our higher observation of self, a higher perspective of truth, the bigger truth, which is you are you are worthy of love. You are worthy of your desires. You are a child of God. You are a creator, right? And so these old stories that we used to tell ourselves of all the reasons why we weren't worthy and we weren't lovable and all of those things, they, it's like a child having a temper tantrum. Like you can watch it happen and, and know like that that's a child's version of 
the bigger truth, which is that, you know, that's just a story that I have told myself. And that story is no longer sustainable because I've seen myself inside of it. And now I I stand outside of it and look in and realize that's not who I am. And I also can't exist there anymore, knowing what I want from life and where I'm going. And so this let it go is this idea of a deeper understanding of what it is to have wounds that bring wisdom, right? There are those versions of ourselves that will come with us, but they're not active anymore. They are our history. They are the previous chapters of our story, but they still are the steps that we've taken to be where we are now, right? So we won't forget them. We, it's, they don't disappear with our evolution. So what we're doing is we're actually bringing the wisdom of the wounds with us so we can use that to heal more deeply, to become more balanced, to be able to serve others in that wisdom. It's not a cross that we carry anymore that we're dragging with us. You know, it's not a burden anymore. It's not heavy in our heart anymore. Now it's crystal clear wisdom. It has lightness. We have no attachment to it, right? So the word attachment is something else that I'd like to talk about because this is something that we are also coming to terms with in this new dimensional reality is understanding that the more things we are attached to, including our thoughts and the stories that create those thoughts or vice versa, the thoughts that then create another story, we attach to it. And inside of that attachment, we, we become limited in our capabilities. We become limited in our possibilities, right? The, the less attached we are to certain ideas or certain beliefs or, you know, certain goals, you know, these, these ideas that we, we think to ourselves, well, if I want to manifest that exact thing, then I have to hold every detail in my mind, right? I have to possess that version of myself, and then I will become it. Well, that is true, but why would you want to pigeonhole yourself into that one idea when God's possibilities are limitless? And the more we allow ourselves to be unattached to any particular idea or any particular outcome, the more possibilities of growth and success and fulfillment are available to us. And so we can't possibly begin to understand our unlimited possibilities inside of our ego, right? The ego that thinks that it's in control and knows best when it, all it understands is its own limitations and it wants to control you inside of those limitations. So the more we let it go, and I pulled the the card of possessions. It's this idea of, do you want your stuff to possess you, right? It's like, you want to possess these things, or you want to possess a particular status, or you want to possess something, right? Which means that you own it and you are attached to it. Okay. Once you are attached to those things, they own you, not the other way around. Because Now you're more attached to the thing than you are to the journey, the growth, the goals, the creation, right? That that path of, of creating. 
Now you have the creation. Are you just going to worship the creation? Or are you going to continue the journey as the creator you are? Because that's where the purposeful living comes in. It's where the fulfillment comes in. When we're creating every minute of every day, not attaching to any of the things that might come as a, as an, a reward or a consequence to the things that we're going. It's like the more we connect to the path itself, the creation process itself, the journey, the more we connect with that, which is only exists in our present moment, whatever it is that we're doing right now, decisions to be purposeful in our conversations, even in our rest, in our moments of breath, having purpose in those moments even. This is where our peace comes from, our fulfillment and our happiness. It is perpetuated by that and that alone. It's not the things that come out of it, right? So we're also learning how to become these beings that are less attached, less attached to things, to each other, to outcome less attached to previous versions of ourselves, less attached to the limiting beliefs that kept us from continuing to grow, right? So this is that whole idea of let it go. That's different meanings of the same idea of being able to put it all down, to create a higher sense of freedom, to be untethered, to be limitless, right? So this idea of the less we have to weigh us down, the more opportunities we have to free ourselves and to expand. And so we're moving into this really interesting place where life becomes more and more of a paradox, right? And this is very difficult for the human psyche because it wants to divide everything up into categories and label it and stick names on things, right? So that, you know, it's like moving into this new way of thinking about life where we realize we can't just compartmentalize things into this is right and this is wrong. It doesn't work like that anymore. Now it's like we realize this is true and this is true, right? And we start moving inside of that paradox and understanding how much freedom is inside of that, right? But it can be somewhat overwhelming in our emotional and mental state as we are learning to let go of some of that identity inside of separation, right? And that's what we're doing. We're separating things out by putting them into boxes with labor labels, right? And saying, this is wrong, this is right. And when we stop doing that, we have all of these different opportunities to explore. And so the, the third card that I pulled um, in the series of actually was pulling from the, the deck of the, the seven energies, um, from Colette Baron Reed, uh, a deep breath, right? So it's remembering that as we are being restructured into this new dimensional frequency, as we're being kind of reorganized into this new way of thinking, new way of being, new way of, of feeling our feelings, right? Like that's a new thing that's really starting to come forward. People are really starting to understand how important their emotional body is inside of their relationship with life and that we must feel it to heal it, and that our feelings are our compass, right? It's, it allows us that deeper, more vulnerable connection, more intimate connection with life and with each other. And so the, the breath, right? 
the source of our life, the, the, the fuel that runs our vehicle, the fuel that runs our natural design, the breath that we must remember to just take those moments to breathe, right? And allow everything to settle. There is a time and place for all things. There is no hurry up and get there. Right. If, if we know anything in the spring season or in a turn of season, right, because we're in the spring here in the northern hemisphere and well, at least here in the northeast where I am, we're experiencing a true spring um, an awakening of the earth. But whenever there is a seasonal turn, nature provides a wonderful example of it never hurries. It moves inside of its own time and everything gets done. Right. Everything grows, everything comes into bloom or vice versa. So this idea of taking a moment to just be present and purposeful, even in your breath, even in those moments where you are still. The other card that I pulled for April, which I just feel like this is, this is a card of, of just sunshine and it feels like an Aries card to me. Um, it's much more of an empowered uh, energy instead of fire, where we think of Aries as just being fire. It's like, this is the bridge between Aries and, and Taurus, uh, self-esteem, but there's just so much power and, and sensuality and, you know, look at the, there's, it's all yellow. So this is a card that is, you know, considered solar plexus and look at the sunflowers that are in front of her. It's, it, it just feels like complete freedom. And she's so involved in feeling herself, right? Like really being in touch with herself. And so that idea of confidence, self-worth, love of self, connection with self, you know, the, the sense of loving who you are and what you've accomplished, that moment of being able to celebrate every minute that's brought you to this point, regardless of whether things are in position, right? With and and how are we defining what success looks like? It's like, you are here. You you've arrived in this moment. You are living, you are breathing, you are moving around. You, you are, you are still part of this world. So it's like redefining what success looks like and just being in the purpose of the moment. So there's a lot of cosmic things going on in, in April. Um, I would tune into your, your favorite astrology, you know, um, guru, go see Charlene, uh, Lawrence and, you know, take a look at the different things that are kind of guiding us through the energy of this month. There's a lot of self-exploration. There's a lot of awakening, you know, there's, there's time for movement and there's time for sitting still. There is time for, dreaming and planning forward. And there's also time to, to sit and reevaluate. So, and, and to take stock of where we're at, it's really interesting push and pull energy that allows us to connect different points on our timeline. Cause there's certain planets that are actually going to take us backwards a little bit. So we can see like, who were we back in October and how is that serving us now looking at the, being able to to have moments of recognition of how far you've come and to be able to see yourself in this place where anything is possible. And what are you like, where are you going to project this creator energy going forward? 
And so it is a really interesting month where there's a lot happening, but it's somewhat strategic in its placement and movement, right? And so um, the last few cards that I'm going to pull are actually from my fairy oracle, um, just because of the fact that it is springtime um, and our elementals are, are out there helping Mother Earth um, grow and bloom and, you know, come into herself in this, this season of change and rebirth. We are moving towards the Christian Easter, um, which has everything to do with being resurrected. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a literal story of moving from one dimension to another, right. So, you know, as we move through this time, we certainly are mimicking a lot of that collective energy, that collective story. And, you know, we talk about this every year that it doesn't matter whether you are Christian or not. There is such a collective consciousness around Easter that the energy affects each of us, whether we actually worship it or not. You know, it's it's it doesn't really matter. You're, you're still affected by that resurrection energy. So let's take a look and see what the fairies want to say about April. Okay. So the first card that we've pulled out is flourish and she has the Lotus flower in her hand. The Lotus flower fairy tells you to learn from experience and shed your inner light on any unclear areas of your life or those of others, this is a card of wisdom, right? We were just talking about this and we've had a lot of movement of Chiron, that wounded, wounded warrior, um, you know, that wounded healer in, in the stars that teaches us that, you know, perhaps sometimes we are limited by our own idea of what healing looks like and that some wounds, the healing doesn't mean that they go away. It means that you now are able to live with the wisdom that they brought you, right? And that it'll always be something that's part of your consciousness. And perhaps there will always be times where it potentially triggers you and you'll have to dip back into it. You have to dip back into that wisdom. It, it might come up and strike just to be a reminder uh, of you know where you've been and what you've learned and how to really show up in that wisdom. And so this card certainly is about that because if we think about how the lotus flower grows, it has to push up through the murk and in order to bloom in the sun. So it is very much our own journey, the journey of the lotus. And as we, we break the surface and come into the sun, that we remember the wisdom of that journey and everything we learn to push through the darkness and push through the mud to, to get to the light. And so the, the second card is ask for help. Angels are celestial beings who protect everyone. And the fairies say, now it is time for you to ask for your angelic assistance. We've never been closer to the angelic realm and our ability to work with them um, is incredibly powerful in our lives. And, you know, in those times where we are still mending a relationship with God or still learning how to have a relationship with God, these celestial friends are extremely helpful to help us work through things, deliver our prayers to God when we don't quite feel the connection with God yet to do it ourselves. And ultimately, this is where we're going, where we are headed back to God. And so if you're still healing those wounds, 
um, then the angels are here to help you. And so make sure that you're directing, you know, your conversations to them and asking them for assistance and, and pray and saying your prayers and asking for them to be delivered. Um, there's, there's so much there and they're waiting to help. They just need to be asked. Divination. Enhance your powers of divination, which are especially strong right now. You have the ability to see your current situation with crystal clear clarity. This in this is internal. So this is an interesting thing that's like, you know, my favorite divination tool is my pendulum. Um, but I have found in you know, the, the, the recent weeks that I have needed it less and less that my internal divination tool, my ability to understand myself, my needs and where I am in the moment and be able to hear that inner voice has become so much more clear. And there is a higher level of trust and confidence in it. Meaning that if I'm in a place where I don't know whether I need to move this way or move that way, where I move into a place where I'm worrying or there's doubt or anxiety, this idea of divination is not necessarily a maybe, right? Divination is a yes or it's a no. And so if you're not getting a yes, meaning I don't know if I should do this, if it isn't a yes, then it's still a no, right? You haven't gotten to the yes yet. And so it means that there's still a journey to be taken. And perhaps you're just going to put that aside for now, right? So the decision is still no until it's yes, or the decision is yes until it's no, right? And so this internal divination is getting stronger and stronger, not having to rely so much on the things outside of ourselves to tell us who we are, tell us where we're going, tell us what we need, where we hear that inside of us now. And we're becoming a lot more confident in hearing that voice. This is part of the unification of self, right? We cannot unify as a community or as a world until we find the unification within ourselves. And so there's been a lot of movement of Venus and Mars traveling together, you know, through, through the chart recently. And I do really feel that this is, and you know, the, those energies were working for us in order to create a unification of self parts of self coming together. Right. And once we feel unified and whole within our sovereignty expands, and that leads us to a deeper conversation and relationship and trust and relationship with our sovereign being God. And then we can act that way to our neighbor, to our family members, to our partners, to our children, right? We can be that unified version of self with others. And we, and if they aren't there yet, then we can live as an example and we can shine our light in that way. Let's pull one more. Moon energy. Oh my goodness. So we do have, we have eclipses coming up. We have a, we had a very powerful new moon um, at the beginning, the Aries new moon. We have a very powerful Libra full moon um, coming up. There's, you know, there's so much more to the journey of the moon than just the new moon and the full moon. Um, I would encourage you to look into the different phases of the moon and, and its power, but definitely a lot of very powerful lunar energy in this month. 
Surrender to the natural ebb and flow of life. If you're feeling confused, the moon fairy comes to calm emotions and reassure you that peace of mind is possible. So the moon is the, it pro provokes emotion. Um, it is in a very emotional watery body that gets us in touch with our healing, especially when it comes to our emotions, what we need to be nurtured or to nurture another. It's considered the mother, right? The energy of the mother. So, you know, it, it is an interesting month as far as those lunar energies, because it is, has a very intense feeling of healing around it and community and, and balance, um, relationship. So it's an interesting one to, to end on, um, to, you know, think about our celestial bodies out there in the heavens that are offering us learning and wisdom. And, and certainly, you know, even when we have challenging positions in the sky, there's always opportunities to make the most of that energy, whether it's our personal growth or, or whatever that looks like. So we are in the first month of the astrological year. Um, this is certainly a rebirth. It is a new beginning. We are feeling that. We are feeling that sense of urgency to bloom, to grow, to move, to clean things out um, and, you know, have a deeper connection with ourselves and with one another. So as we move towards the end of the month, there's going to be interesting times of reflection. We start going back into some retrogrades. We start touching eclipse energy at the end of this month. We will be moving into Taurus season, I believe on the 19th of April, which is the season of earthly pleasures and, and, and simple, you know, really getting back to just what's simple, you know, simple pleasures, what brings you joy. And to stop making things so complicated, you know, I mean, that's one of the things that as we get to understand God better, we, we do learn that we as human beings have made God way more complicated than God actually is. When you are speaking to God, it is truly only, I mean, the, the, the messages are so simple. They're usually one, two, three words at most, and it is the most simple direction to move forward. So speaking of, of just a few words of guidance, actually, let's, let's pull a card from guidance from gratitude, the be your own Oracle Oracle, my friend Robbie's Oracle deck. Um, you can purchase one of these at his website at the guidance from gratitude website. If you're interested in having a little deck. Okay. So let's see be your own and talking about divination, right? Like being your own divination tool mesmerize yourself, mesmerize yourself. So this idea of, I, I had said that I said this in, in one of the videos that I had done some, at some point this month, where being inside of conversations with the right people, when you have the right connections, but then when you are channeling that unified energy and you're really connecting with your higher self, your higher voice and with God that you can blow your own mind. And so this is definitely a month to blow your own mind. I'm going to say goodbye and I'm going to wish you a wonderful April. Go out there and let go, break through dimensions and mesmerize yourself. Come back and see me. I'll be here next month. And if you want daily content, come see me in my Instagram account, Jenny Israel CPC. See you guys again soon. Thank you.
Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel and then the letter CPC. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter. You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.